This is Minnesota Today for Monday, February 12th. I'm Emily Reese. Here's what's happening in Minnesota. Lawmakers returned to the Minnesota Capitol today for the start of the 2024 legislative session. Reworking a state law regarding school resource officers is a top priority. And Ellie Roth talks about a proposed equal rights amendment sure to get attention. Advocates and DFL lawmakers want the House and Senate to send the Equal Rights Amendment to a statewide ballot, although that referendum might not happen for a couple years. The question being staged for 2026 consideration would ask voters if they want to amend the state constitution to guarantee equal rights. State Representative Kali Herr is the House's chief author. She hopes it could come to the floor yet this month. Our bill is going to be the most inclusive in the country, and that was worth the time. And that we have commitment from our leaders to say we are going to pass it this year. That we are going to pass it early in session. Last session, the Minnesota Senate passed the bill, but the House did not take it up for a vote. I'm Ellie Roth at the Capitol. Students at the University of Minnesota will get the chance to meet three candidates hoping to fill the role of president of the university system starting today. Incoming master's student Dylan Young says he's happy all three finalists have backgrounds in higher education. Young plans to attend open houses with the finalists at the Duluth campus this week, which are happening tomorrow and Tuesday. I want a university president who prioritizes our holistic basic needs, someone who is willing to treat physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial health of their students as an integral marker of success in this role. He's also hoping racial equity and student collaboration are important to the new president. Two people are dead from suspected carbon monoxide poisoning last night near Princeton, about 50 miles northwest of the Twin Cities. Kirsty Marone reports. The Mille Lacs County Sheriff's Office says deputies responded to the home in Princeton Township for an initial report of a possible overdose. When they arrived, they found one person dead in an upstairs bedroom. He was identified as 27-year-old Marcos Larson of Princeton. Deputies also found a deceased woman in another part of the house. Her name has not yet been released. The person who called 911 was taken to a Princeton hospital. Crews determined there was a lethal amount of carbon monoxide inside the home. Sheriff Kyle Burton says it appears the occupants were using propane heaters and space heaters run by a gas-powered generator to heat the home. Burton says the tragedy serves as a reminder of the danger of running combustion engines inside a closed space and of the importance of having a working carbon monoxide detector. I'm Kirsty Marone. The family of four young children who died in a St. Paul house fire last month has now made funeral arrangements. Each child will have their own ceremony with the first happening next weekend. The sibling's father, Pa Cheng Vang, said at a press conference Saturday that his two surviving children are continuing to improve. His two-year-old daughter is home from the hospital. His six-year-old son is out of the ICU and working on mobility and speech issues. The family says the children's mother is still unconscious. Fire officials say the fire on January 3rd was likely caused by an unattended candle. A Duluth firefighter critically injured in a hit-and-run crash last month is being transferred to a rehabilitation hospital in Colorado. The city of Duluth says 24-year-old Ray Skogland will get advanced physical therapy at Craig Hospital after suffering multiple broken bones and a brain injury in the January 25th crash on Grand Avenue. Skogland is a firefighter for both the city of Duluth and the 148th Fighter Wing. Members of those departments and others gathered at the Duluth airport today to send him off. An 88-year-old man faces charges in connection with the crash. 
In sports, the Gopher men's basketball team lost to Iowa yesterday, 90-85. to Two Iowa players combined for 42 points. Minnesota plays at Purdue on Thursday, and the Gopher women's basketball team plays at Rutgers tomorrow. The Timberwolves play the Clippers in L.A. tonight. It's a matchup of the top two teams in the Western Conference. L.A. is just a game behind the Wolves with one less win. The Minnesota Wild play the Golden Knights tonight in Las Vegas. The Wild have won both games since returning from the All-Star break. And amazing, Twins pitchers and catchers report for spring training on Wednesday. With the first full squad workout next week in Fort Myers, Florida, yesterday the Twins traded utility man Nick Gordon to the Miami Marlins for left-handed reliever Stephen Okert. Your forecast for Minnesota tonight, mostly cloudy lows in the mid-teens to the mid-20s. More clouds tomorrow with highs in the upper 20s to mid-30s in the north, upper 30s to the low 40s in the south. That's it for Minnesota Today. Thanks for listening. Phil Picardi will have an update for you on Tuesday morning.